Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, February 23rd. The first Tesla supercharger station with a so-called magic dock to allow non-Tesla electric cars to charge has been spotted in the USA. When the magic dock is locked, the station can be used normally with any Tesla owner, but when it is unlocked through the Tesla app, both the charger and the magic dock get pulled along, and it now becomes a CCS adapter, allowing pretty much any other electric car to plug in. Now, with the marketing out of the way, a Redditor spotted what is likely to be the very first supercharger station to feature the new connector. The supercharger is located in upstate New York, not too far from Buffalo, where Tesla is operating Gigafactory New York, a location that is used to build supercharger station, among other things. Now, Tesla hasn't updated the information about this specific station to disclose that it is open to non-Tesla EVs, as it appears it could be in testing. Last week, Tesla and the White House have confirmed that the automaker will soon start to open select stations to non-Tesla EVs. We'll see if this is the first one. Tesla might have leaked a design drawing of its upcoming new electric compact car as part of a new corporate video. At Tesla's Battery Day back in 2020, Elon Musk announced that Tesla would be making a $25,000 electric car, but there hasn't been much official information past that. We've been accumulating clues over the years, such as Tesla's call for submissions for a Chinese-designed Tesla-made car that is smaller and at a low cost. But now the rumors are ramping up again as people spotted the new drawings as part of a corporate video for opening the engineering headquarters. Now The drawings in the video appear to have that compact car shape that Tesla released as an example, but one drawing in the video looks like a hatchback, and it could be a contender for a new, unofficial clue. A Tesla Model 3 prototype with a refreshed design under camouflage has been spotted sporting some new wheels. Just yesterday, we covered a new camera angle on one of the prototypes, and today, a new detail was spotted, the new wheels. The new prototype has some 18-inch aero wheels, apparently without the hubcap. So, not much else to say on that story, so let's move on. This week's episode is sponsored by SAE International, hosts of the WCX World Congress Experience event. For 2023, WCX is set to return to Detroit from April 18th to 20th at Huntington Place. As the largest technical mobility event in North America, WCX brings together thousands of engineers, suppliers, and mobility professionals to exchange ideas, discuss today's challenges, and build powerful relationships to move your career and the industry forward. Join the global mobility community in the Motor City this April to stay up to date on the latest technological advances, participate in roundtable discussions, and network with the brightest minds in the industry. Gain a competitive advantage and meet the people shaping the future of mobility. Visit wcx.sae.org to register now. Volkswagen is teasing its second-generation ID3 electric vehicle with less than a week before its official debut. Today, they have graced us with a very short, sensational video about headlights. Now, to my delight, the headlights articulate during the preview, so that means that at least some level of the vehicle will have a trim where the headlights follow the turn of the steering wheel. When I drove the ID4 last year, that was a really neat feature. I know it exists elsewhere, but I still like it. Not much else to that story either, so let's move on again. Lucid Motors has publicly shared the financial results for the fourth quarter and full fiscal year of 2022. In total, Lucid delivered 4,369 of their 7,180 air EVs that they produced in the year. 
and that still has over 28,000 reservations to fill, equating approximately $2.7 billion in additional sales revenue. By the way, those numbers do not include the up to 100,000 air reservations that are in place from the government of Saudi Arabia. The fourth quarter revenue was $257.7 million for a total of $608.2 million for the year. That's up from $195.5 million in the third quarter. As a result, Lucid states that its $4.9 billion in total liquidity is expected to keep the company afloat all the way into the first quarter of 2024 as a minimum. Lucid also shared plans to pre-assemble vehicles in their Saudi Arabian plant, which is currently under construction, and then send them to the USA for the final build. Eventually, the Saudi plant will produce full EVs up to 155000 per year. It was surprising that there was actually very little mention of the Gravity SUV, Lucid's second model that was originally scheduled to begin reservations in early of 2023. Previously heard that that model was expected for production in 2024. Before then, we should see some production of the ultra-fast tri-motor Air Sapphire Edition coming this summer. Ohio-based EV manufacturer Lordstown Motors has hit another roadblock in their quest to bring the endurance pickup truck to market. Lordstown has announced that it will pause production amid a voluntary recall. Lordstown has had some ups and downs in the last few years, On the verge of going under, they struck a deal with Foxconn to buy out the plant and manufacture the truck itself. With the additional investment, Lordstown was able to begin production with the initial batch of 500 Endurance EV trucks, and one of them, sent for testing, became a finalist for the North American Car Truck Utility Vehicle of the Year award. (laughs) But now, Lordstown has announced through a press release that it has experienced performance and quality issues with specific Endurance components that have led to the company halting production and deliveries. The numbers don't sound terribly impressive, or perhaps the recall is super specific, because the company says it affects a total of 19 vehicles on the road. Nikola Corporation shared its fourth quarter and full year results for 22, and we saw some of their numbers see significant drops compared to the third quarter, but they still report on accolades and even bigger plans for the coming year. Revenue in the fourth quarter was down significantly to $6.56 million compared to $24 million in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Nikola shared that it produced 133 Trey BEV trucks, which it nearly doubled from 75 produced in the prior quarter. However, it only delivered 20 of them. Now, looking ahead to 23, it looks like Nikola is expecting a slower electric vehicle production in the first quarter with 30 deliveries on the low end and a maximum of 50. Nikola looks to expand their battery electric vehicle production overseas as part of its joint venture with Ivaco Group. Now they're going to do this while simultaneously getting their hydrogen trucks into scaled productions bolstered by their newly launched Hyla Energy business to refuel them. Now in my opinion, this seems to be honestly a reasonable report from a battery electric and hydrogen fuel cell truck maker. Both of these industries are very young and there might even be some time left to snag a healthy part of the market once it comes to fruition, if it comes to fruition, and plenty of time to maybe, hopefully, forget about the stigma of the early days of the company. In today's community comment found on YouTube, we have a fair amount to talk about. Some of you had some words to say regarding pronunciation. It seems that there was not a uniform consensus on pronouncing a Spanish car company. Some of you said that it should be see at, some of you said say at, Some of you said it should be say ought, 
and another said, say, ahet. It seems the comment section isn't the greatest place for getting pronunciation tips. I say that with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek humor because many of you know that I bulldoze proper pronunciation as a running gag fairly often. Let me give you a little background. One of the early Quick Charge episodes I did was a Danish company spelled O-R-S-T-E-D, and the O has a line through it. Now, that was quite intimidating, and I didn't have the slightest idea how to pronounce it. And I went to Google, but that really didn't instill a lot of confidence, as there are robot-generated videos or guides that I found completely untrustworthy. Eersted. So I hobbled around for quite a while until I found an official company video that told me how to pronounce it. That's why Ørsted is the perfect partner when it comes to renewable energy. So not long after that, I had a show with a wild variety of Scandinavian and European company names going into a climate agreement, if I remember right. I was quite overwhelmed and I didn't want to spend my entire day trying to get through one paragraph, so I just blitzed through as best as I could. It started to become a gag when I mentioned places here in Utah, where I live, that have some superbly odd spelling. I was proposing EV charging in a place called Herkin, Herkin, Utah, and they spell it exactly the same as Hurricane. There's also a place called Manaway, and they spell that M-A-N-T-U-A. So it looks like Mantua, but they say Manaway. Especially with Herkin, I feel like that's already a word, so I don't know why they would spell it that way. Anyways, I kept going with this gag when I was mowing through pronunciations of places around Quebec, which is Electrex head writer Fred Lambert, his home. The Quebec names are especially hilarious when cramming them through an unprepared American accent. But really, the joke became a little personal and it became a mainstay when I was intentionally mispronouncing my home, Portland, Oregon. Yep, you had some guesses in the comment section as to where I am from, and they were actually quite flattering because... Aside from the South, you had a lot of guesses all over the country. The Northeast, the West Coast, the Midwest, the Mountain West, the Southeast, and the closest guest was Seattle. I actually found it most flattering, the comment that came from Frank Coffey, who said that I sound like the place that he grew up. It's every performer's dream to have that kind of a relationship with their audience. So thank you very much for your comments, and thank you for listening to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great accent.